neo-fascist catastrophe, neoliberal disaster, or disasters better catastrophes? Absolutely, but are disasters disasters? Absolutely still. Brother Trump, neo-fascist gangster, not the best. Brother Biden, neoliberal hypocrite, not the best. It's four o'clock in New York. The president of the United States is here at the table. Really? There's a lot to get to. Today's headlines read like the lyrics from Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. A brand new Supreme Court decision ends 45 years of affirmative action in college admissions. A mutiny in Moscow. A year of living dangerously for American women post row and a hot off the presses economic stump speech that debuted yesterday in Chicago. And all of that just since Saturday, without further ado, the 46th president of the United States, Joe Biden, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Neoliberal hypocrite, not the best. This is very exciting for us. Exciting for me. <laughs> I mean, for example, take a look at take a look at what the decision today. Take a look at how it's uh, how it's. Well, I, you know, that's look, and uh, and I just find it. Um, I don't know how to express it. And I think that across the board, well, I, I think Mitt Romney's the first guy. Well, as you all know, today is National Hot Dog Day. And uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best, you know, best meat there is without question. So to all of you who, like me, are celebrating uh, National hot, hot Dog Day, uh, congratulations to you, and may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. Why are you running for president? I'm running for president because I think I have a different message. I grew up on a farm and learned the importance of family, faith, and community. I also learned hard work from my dad by cleaning out chicken houses and building fences. If you and Trump got in the ring, he loves his UFC and stuff like that, right? If you got in the octagon, you and him, who'd, who'd win? Come on. Guy's 78 years old. I'd kick his ass. <laughs> the American people are hurting right now. I mean, this economy is struggling. The world seems to be more dangerous by the day. We've got the worst crisis on our southern border in American history. Many Americans feel that their liberties and values are under constant assault and uh, liberties and values. Constant assault and uh, conversation and, uh, with uh, the uh, candidates uh, continues right now. Thank you for clicking on our extended conversation with the candidate with Vivek Ramaswamy, a Republican running for president of the United States. Americans pay the highest price for the prescription drugs in the world. How will you help lower our prescription drug prices? Great question. Thank you. You have stated that you would shut down the FBI and build a new one. Can you give us some major specifics on that? Sure. We're all in this together. I'm providing an alternative to uh, the former president, Donald Trump. Kids from small towns, they know how to work, they know how to get stuff done, they know how to solve problems. We have a live interview here on Media Buzz with Ron DeSantis, the second place presidential contender. The Florida governor joins us now from Tallahassee. Governor DeSantis, welcome. Good morning. We're running out of ammunition. The Chinese Communist Party, they're not paying their fair share. China. 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 Republican primary voters are very smart. Republican primary voters are very smart. I think I think he lied about Stormy Daniels. 
and he paid good money and and, and was able should legally able to lie about it. And that's the only thing he's ever lied. He's been right and truthful about everything since. Yeah. Well, there's one thing that he's been wrong about. Everything well, that they say is misinformation always winds up Trump was right. Trump was right. The January 6th thing, I think uh, that that was all orchestrated. Uh, I think there was a lot of Antifa trouble starters in the crowd, and they started doing things, and then it was monkey see, monkey do after that. And... Uh, and, and Trump got the raw end of the deal on that, and Pence didn't back him up. Well, look, I, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, I had concerns uh, about the unprecedented uh, under, uh, and uh, uh, I have to tell you. Well, I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm hearing the pits. I, I hear in the pits just cave. Look, no. is that true? You know I'm, here, I'm hearing reports that Pence cave. No, I'm telling you, and, uh, if Pence cave, we're going to drag through the streets. I want to let our judicial process work, and I want to be respectful you politicians are going to get you know, drugged through the, the streets. End of the day, yes. I, I guess the hope is that there's such a show of force here that Pence uh, will it, it decide would just be my to, to do the right thing, according to Trump. Would go to the American people. You're right. Bring out Pence! Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Iowa, home of the first Republican presidential contest in the 2024 race for the White House. We are live here at Grandview University in beautiful Des Moines for CNN's town hall with former South Carolina governor and former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley. So we consider stand. I think you prefer to stand, right? I'm better if I stand, but you're welcome to sit if you want. And I'm going (laughs) to... I'm older. Uh, so, uh, and, and, um, We've got a country to save. Right. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know all the particulars. All I know is what I've seen on TV. And, um, you know, I, I, I make my judgment on, on what I saw on January 6th. I mean, you think about it. There's a lot of people that were put in jail without a fair trial. And some of them may still be in jail. I don't know if they're out now or not, but the, the January, a lot of January 6th people were just thrown in jail with no trial. Well, what Trump has done for me, personally, he's actually honest. You know, he says he's going to do something, and he's done everything to me. He's done everything he said. He didn't deliver on a lot of issues that Republicans care deeply about. He didn't repeal and replace Obamacare like he said he would, even though he had a Republican Congress. He said he was going to balance the budget. He added $6 trillion to the national debt. Uh, he said he was going to build the wall in Mexico. He built 47 miles of new wall at that pace in four years. He'd need 110 years as president. And he's done more than nobody even knows about, you know, like for charities and stuff. But he's always been like that, even in when he was before a politician. He was, I mean, you'd be standing in New York on, you know, the corner or getting a hot dog. He'll walk by you and he'll remember you and he'll buy everybody that hot dog that's in that line. He was just an all-out nice guy. Well, as you all know, today is National Hot Dog Day, and uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. Hot dog is my favorite meat.
He worried about us, the American people. You know, he lowered the gas prices. Um, he tried his best with COVID, but unfortunately he had other men behind him telling him different. And of course, he's going to listen to him because he's not a scientist. Well, he actually came up with the vaccine. and right. but, but you don't get credit. He doesn't get credit for that. Sure he does. To me, yeah. And to President Biden even credits with, with it. Right. There are people that say they should change the Constitution so that he could be elected even a third time. Would you support that? Yes, sir. Why, how come? Well, we've seen what he did with four years. Why not see what he can do with another four? Would you say the same thing for Joe Biden? Hell no. So it's, it's a constitution for everybody. You were just talking about unity, right? Absolutely. Like, he definitely hasn't showed any unification regarding Republic or Democrat. It's down to the people. Like, we forgot about that. We the people. What accomplishments do you like specifically? That he was trying to secure the border and that the gas prices were low, food was low. Now everything's so expensive. How much, in retrospect, do we look at the pandemic as being the cause of that? I don't know. I think that was all fake. The pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yes. What was fake? Shots. I didn't trust them. Did you get, uh, did you ever have COVID? I'm sorry? Did you ever have Yes, twice. You got it twice. I'm glad you're well. Thank you. Well, I mean, one, my dear brother, that you always have a calling to win. You want to bear witness at the highest level of quality, integrity, and honesty that you can. So, yes, I'm trying to push toward the finish line. Why? Because I want to reintroduce America to the best of itself. And it's fairly clear that Brother Trump, neo-fascist gangster, not the best. Neo-fascist gangster, not the best. The sinister forces trying to kill America have done everything they can to stop me, to silence you, and to turn this nation into a socialist dumping ground for criminals, junkies, Marxists, thugs, radicals, and dangerous refugees that no other country wants. No other country wants them. If those opposing us succeed, our once beautiful USA will be a failed country that no one will even recognize. A lawless, open borders, crime-ridden, filthy, communist nightmare. That's what it's going and that's where it's going. I used to say that we will never be a socialist country. I said it oftentimes. I said it once at the State of the Union address and people didn't understand what I was saying. But I'd shout it out loud and I was right because that train has passed the station long ago of socialism. It never even came close to stopping, frankly. We're now in a Marxism state of mind. A communism state of mind, which is far worse. We're a nation in decline. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. They know that this room is so important, the people in this room. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them. But they're not coming after me. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. That's all I'm doing. I'm standing in their way. And that's why I'm here today. That's why I'm standing before you. Because we are going to finish what we started. We started something that was America. We're going to complete the mission. We're going to see this battle through to ultimate victory. We're going to make America great again. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers. They are people that don't get it, although, in some cases, they get it. 
They get it for their wallets, but we can't do that. We can't let that happen. We will drive out the globalists, we will cast out the communists. We will throw off the political class that hates our country. They actually hate our country. No walls, no borders, bad elections, no voter ID. We will beat the Democrats. We will root the fake news media. We will expose and appropriately deal with the rhinos. We will evict Joe Biden from the White House. And we will liberate America from these villains and scoundrels once and for all. When we started this journey, a journey like there has never been before, there's never been anything like this. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. I think the next president needs to be a lot quieter, but send a signal that we're prepared to act in the national security interests of this country to get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap. He's accused, I think, the most serious charge is violating the Espionage Act by having these documents that pertain to national security. But for crying out loud, Hillary had an unsecured server in her basement on which she sent and received classified information, lied about it. Uh, then there were some 33,000 emails that were under subpoena. They were destroyed. Uh, no, no, no charges. What difference at this point does it make? What difference at this point does it make? The plight of the poor, the near poor, and the afraid of becoming poor is a national crisis. And finally, I heard the Lord speak to my heart and say, this, this is not about you. you. Don't, Don't confuse it. it. You're, You're my vessel for this journey. journey. It's, it's not about you. It's about the American people who are starved for hope, looking for opportunities. They want to protect this nation that they love. You know that it's not all peaches and cream out there. Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. White supremacist? You've been warned. This is a proxy war with China. This is about the fact that we have lost the last seven out of eight popular votes for president. I really felt like the Lord was saying, remove you from, from the, the equation. equation. And, and let's, let's just see, see what happens. happens. And let's and just see what happens. I'm very confident that he's not finished with this nation yet. And my hope is that we usher in a new wave of optimism and hope as we turn back towards faith. Not just faith in the Lord Almighty, but faith in each other and faith in our future. I'd kick his ass. This is hate. They are spewing hate. This is this hate. hate. We now spend $4.50 per dozen eggs, thank the government. And as I did for four incredible years, I will put America first every single time, every single day. From the beginning, we have been attacked by a sick and sinister opposition. The radical left communists, the bureaucrats, the fake news media, the big money special interests, the corrupt Democrat prosecutors. Oh, they're after me for so many things. Oh, those prosecutors. Some are racists. Some hate our country. They all hate me. They'll get me for anything, anything. 
You put a comma in this paragraph. Why did you do that? I don't really know. The partisan and often corrupt intelligence agencies, the George Soros money machine that spends a lot of money on the prosecutors, by the way. The Antifa thugs who are allowed to roam the streets while we have people that in many cases are great patriots, great, great patriots, sing prayers every night, playing our national anthem every day. And they're sitting in a jail nearby, rotting away, and being treated so unfairly like nobody's probably ever been treated in this country before, except maybe me. Our enemies are lunatics and maniacs. They cannot stand that they do not own me. I don't need them. I don't need anything about them. I don't need their money. They cannot steer me. They cannot shake me, and they will never, ever control me. And they will never, ever, therefore, control you. At the end of the day, anyone else will be intimidated, bought off, blackmailed, or ripped to shreds. I alone will never retreat. And that is why we must stand together and charge. We have to charge full speed ahead. I had a beautiful life before I did this. I lived in luxury. I had everything. People said to me, are you sure you want to do it, sir? I said, oh, this will be so amazing. What the hell did you get me into? I didn't know the word subpoena. I didn't know the word grand jury. Those words, grand jury. I didn't know that they want to lynch you for doing nothing wrong. I didn't know they want to lynch you for doing a great job. I didn't know they want to put you away because your poll numbers are better than anybody they've seen in years. Well, I was going to ask you what's going to set you apart from other GOP candidates in this field. I think you saying you're going to take yeah. yourself out of it would definitely set you apart. But <laughs> yes, well, I, I think so often we as elected officials and or as candidates, we, we want to focus on what I can do. Actually, what I want to focus on is what America has done. That being the city on the hill that's consistent with the gospel is our responsibility and our future if we take ourselves out of it. James 4.10 is a really important scripture for me because I used to have a problem with pride. And he will humble you. When you eliminate that problem, he can exalt you. So my hope is that he gets to use this broken vessel in a way that honors him, but also honors the sacrifices of so many Americans who've paid a high price for us to have this conversation. Yeah. When I was in the crowd today, I asked many people there, you know, why are they supporting you? And more than one person told me because they believe you're the candidate that can bring sanity back to Washington. They <laughs> use that exact word, sanity. Yes. How would you deliver on that for the people who believe that you could be the vessel to do that? And how, how would you unite Americans right now? I think common sense leads to common ground. And the truth is that most of us, 80 plus percent of Americans, see the same problems and we want similar solutions. The key is for us not to look at it from a red or blue or a black and white. Let's look at just truth. Objective truth leads in the right direction. It always leads up. Look at the idea that we had a Chinese spy balloon flying over our country. We deserve better. You deserve better than what we have right now. I've always thought Putin's a bad guy. I still think he's a bad guy. Chinese spy balloon flying over our country. 
China is our number one national security threat. They are planning war with America. I was frankly grateful that she brought it up. I think there's been some misunderstanding uh, that persists to this day. President Trump has continued to maintain that I had the authority to overturn the election, but I, I, I had no right to overturn the election. Uh, and uh, uh, I know that by God's grace, we did our duty under the Constitution on January 6th. And, uh, but I, I real honestly, Caitlin, it just, it just didn't come up uh, as we traveled around because frankly, the, the failed policies of the Biden administration have weakened this country at home but and abroad. American people are desperately concerned about those issues affecting their lives. I understand that you're saying voters didn't bring it up. They're not really looking in the rearview mirror, and, uh, and I, I, that's where I'm staying focused, too. I understand that you're saying it's not something that gets brought up a lot by Republican primary voters, but when you talk about your actions on that day, you know, you're, you're often praised for the actions you took that day, standing up to the pressure you were facing. But do you ever wish that you had spoken up sooner, that you had come out and publicly conceded the election in the weeks before it got to the point that it got to, that you had said something before then? Well, well, honestly, Caitlin, I, I, I had frankly hoped all, all the way up to the waning days before January 6th uh, that President Trump would come around on this issue. Um, I, I'd seen it many times. You talk about times that we disagreed when I was vice president. I, I'd seen the president take a hard position on an issue uh, and then take the opposite position and then engage in a debate back and forth. And I'll never forget that Monday night right before January 6th when uh, he stood before a crowd in Georgia at a rally. And I had been in Georgia earlier in the day rallying folks for that special Senate election. And I remember he said, Mike Pence has got to come through for us. And if he doesn't, I won't like him so much. And then he paused and said, no, no, one thing you know about Mike is he's always going to do the right thing. And I remember in that moment, Caitlin, thinking maybe he's coming around and starting to see that uh, that the people that had told him that I had some authority that that the Constitution simply did not give me, nor should ever give to any one individual. The presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. Uh, but it was not to be. And uh, uh, sadly, things went downhill from there. But I, I had hoped all along the way to persuade him of the the rightness of our cause and our position. Let the process work in the Congress. Let the objections be heard. You remember, Democrats brought objections to electoral college votes in three of the last four elections that Republicans had prevailed. There's nothing wrong with that process happening. The chair now hands to the tellers the certificate of the electors for president and Vice President of the State of Florida. Mr. President, the objection is in writing, signed by a number of members of the House of Representatives, but not by a member of the Senate. Mr. President, I stand for the purpose of objecting to the counting of the vote from the State of Florida as read. Mr. President, I rise on, rise on behalf of the Congressional Black Caucus to object to the 25 electoral votes from Florida. Mr. President, thank you for your inquiry. It is in writing. It is signed by myself on behalf of my diverse constituents and the millions of Americans who have been disenfranchised by Florida's inaccurate vote count. The, is the objection signed by a senator? Well, Mr. Chair, Mr. President, I am objecting to, uh, uh, to the idea that votes in Florida were not counted. The clerk will report the objection.
We, a member of the House of Representatives and a United States Senator, object to the counting of the electoral votes of the state of Ohio on the ground that they were not under all of the known circumstances regularly given. Signed, Stephanie Tubbs Jones, State of Ohio. Barbara Boxer, State of California. The objection today is raised because there are irregularities across this country with regard to voting. And we as a Congress have an obligation to step up to the plate and correct them. Mr. Speaker and members, I dedicate my objection to Ohio's electoral votes to Mr. Michael Moore, the producer of the documentary 9-11. First of all, we're here because not a single election official in Ohio has given us any explanation for the massive and widespread irregularity in the, in the state. No explanation for the machines in Mahoning County that recorded carry votes for Bush. Our people are dying all over the world, a lot from my state. For what reason to bring democracy to the far corners of the world? Let's fix it here. I have an objection because 10 of the 29 electoral votes cast by Florida were cast by electors not lawfully certified. I object to the votes from the state of Wisconsin, which were not, should not be legally certified. No debate. Mr. President, I object to the certificate from the state of Georgia on the grounds that the electoral votes no, were no not... Debate. No debate. And I object to the certificate uh, from the state of North Carolina. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. Um, I object. I object to the certificate from the state of Alabama. The electors were not lawfully certified. Is it signed by a senator? Not as of yet. In that case, the objection cannot be entertained. The objection cannot be entertained. Counting is uh, not in order. Ballot. Even with the there is no debate in order. Is it signed by a senator? There is no debate. There is no debate in the joint session. There is no debate. There is no debate. There is no debate. And the mass. Please come to order. The objection cannot be received. Section 18, Title III of the United States Code prohibits debate in the joint session. I do not wish to debate. I wish to ask, is there one United States Senator who will join me in this letter? There is no debate. There is no debate. The gentlewoman will suspend. That day was much different, and, but don't you think it would have had an effect if you had come out in mid-December when it was very clear the electoral, electoral college had certified Biden's win, if you had come out and publicly conceded the election? Why didn't you do that? Well, I, I wanted to be respectful. Remember, we had about 60 lawsuits that were working, some of which were still uh, in a the courts. A lot of them were thrown out by In then. the immediate days before January 6th. Well, yeah, a lot of them were not, too. That's, uh, the reality is I wanted to respect the process. I wanted to make it clear that I was going to do my job as the presiding officer over the Congress, as uh, my 47 predecessors had done, and uh, as vice president, serving as president of the Senate. I think we did our duty by God's grace. We did our duty that day. And I, I must tell you, I was very moved by that woman who asked me at the town hall meeting about it, that uh, she later told someone on your network that uh, she appreciated that I was a man of faith and uh, said she'd consider voting for me nonetheless. So she'd consider she'd voting, voting for me nonetheless. nonetheless. So, 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 she'd consider she'd voting, voting for me. me. She'd consider voting for me.
The bomb had broken through and Pence had been taken down to a bunker uh, in the basement of, of the U.S. Capitol that President Trump, this is coming from a source close to Pence, President Trump never reached out to inquire about Pence's safety. Truly uh, his life in danger during this, uh, the president has not spoken to him, didn't, spoke, didn't speak to him that day, and has not spoken to him since. But I'm told that the president has not called Vice President Pence since then. And to this day, has never condemned the people that were in the Capitol on Wednesday calling to hang Vice President Pence. It's not too complicated. This is the final battle. They know it, I know it, you know it, everybody knows it. This is it. Either they win or we win. And if they win, we no longer have a country. And I promise you this, if you put me back in the White House, that beautiful building, but I live in very beautiful buildings, it's not that reason. The beautiful. That building wasn't the easiest building to live in with what I was put through. And I get a lot of credit. A lot of people say, how do you do it, sir? I had a man come up to me the other day. One of the toughest, strongest people that you can imagine. You all know his name, big businessman, a lot of money, a lot of success, tough as hell. And he said, could I ask you a question? President, a friend of mine used to call me Donald, now he calls me President. Could I ask you a question, President? What? How do you do it? How do you do it every day? They send you subpoenas every day. They're after you. They're looking to take you down at levels that nobody's ever put up with before. Seven years I've gone through this. We beat them all, but it continues. And he said to me, seriously, how do you do it? I could never do it. This is one of the toughest guys. I said, maybe you could. He said, no, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get out of bed in the morning. But I do it for you, and that's what I'm doing it for. I do it for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over, and they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared I am your voice. Today, I add I am your warrior, I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution, I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen, not going to let it happen. I will totally obliterate the deep state. I will fire the unelected bureaucrats and shadow forces who have weaponized our justice system like it has never been weaponized before. These are sick people. And I will put the people back in charge of this country again. The people will be back in charge of our country. The Biden administration is the most corrupt administration in American history. Hunter Biden is a criminal, and nothing happened to him. Nothing happened. Joe Biden is a criminal, and nothing ever seems to happen to him. Because you know, say what you want. But the Democrats stick together. They don't have Mitt Romney. They don't have guys like that. They stick together. How's Mitt Romney doing? Not too good. Hot dog is my favorite meat. 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 Hot dog is my favorite meat.
So a core principle of the Williamson administration will be to realign public policy with the most basic elements of our humanity. MikePence2024.com There is no overstating the deleterious effects of chronic economic pain on our society simply because of the effect it has on people's lives. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I'm like, what is that? The experience of the single mother trying to make ends meet with her two children. That's your daughter's heartbeat. Wow. Oh, wait. I didn't say that. I said we don't send $4 billion to the Chinese to build a battery factory. Elderforpresident.com. Elderforpresident.com. Government needs to go on a diet. <laughs> yes, the famous diet line. So in the Bible, the Lord says this. He pays attention to really four groups of people, how we treat them. And he mentions them very clearly. It's the widow, the orphan, the poor, and the stranger, the great, or the immigrant. You shouldn't be fired for wearing the wrong hat to work. I'm probably the most conservative guy on earth. I think it's unconscionable for us to see another school shooting in this country. The way I want to stop that is by putting three armed security guards in every school across this country. Wow. I have two kids. However, Iran, China, other countries. The 10,000 pound elephant in the room is the lack of fathers in the home. We live in the land of opportunity. No genital mutilation before 18. I'm pissed that we're not talking about these things. We don't know whose cocaine it was in the White House. We're suffering a mental health epidemic in this country, banning social media, addictive social media in kids. That's a big part of what's fueling this mental health epidemic too. I said I'll shut down the Department of Education. The Democrats and the left, they talk about you know global warming, they're gonna change the climate. What is that? My gender doesn't match my biological sex. Wow. We can have a situation where our kids or grandkids are memorizing 37 different pronouns in Mandarin. I've struggled with my weight, like tens of millions of Americans struggle with their weight. I would get rid of the Department of Education. What do they do? Great question. Thank you. We're better off when everybody's given a chance. Wall Street, militarism, Pentagon, tied to Silicon Valley. Anti-Semitism is no less hateful than racism. We have got in this echo chamber and only preach to the choir. One. We're all in this together. And two. We've done very well on environment. The battery is made in China. Kooky liberal things. Vaccines should be tested like other medicines. Stone cold dead. Amen. I am pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, anti-China, anti-woke, pro-freedom, pro-American worker. He's from California, so blame California. I had never seen a California license plate in the state of Florida in my life. Blame California. Blame California. Blame California. And all of a sudden we start seeing California plates. Blame California. My supporters are like, uh-oh, who are these people? Wow. I was getting eviction notices because I couldn't pay my rent in grad school. Wow. This is gonna be a multi-year quagmire. There's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna die. Wow, 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 wow. Uh-oh. How do we have unprecedented peace? Great question. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. How do we have a thriving economy? Great question. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Tweedledee, Tweedledum, Frick, 
or frack. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. This is the greatest nation on God's green earth. That is our task. Das ist unsere Aufgabe. That is our mission. Das ist unsere Mission. This is the turning point in the time for that decision because, as you've probably heard me say before, we will not back down. We will not bend. We will not quit. We will not yield. We will press forward with push. We will press forward with vigor. We will push onward and we will finish what we started. We started a great, great, positive revolution. Nobody's ever seen anything like it before. It's called Make America Great Again. We want to make America great again. We will cross the finish line. We will dismantle the deep state. We will demolish woke tyranny. And we will restore the American Republic to all of its radiant glory. And with God's help and your support, we will make America powerful again. We want to have a powerful country. We need to have a powerful country. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. That's what we want. We want strength. Think of your heart pounding. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. Not like our streets of the cities which are a disgrace for the entire world to watch. And we will make America great again. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Wir werden Amerika wieder sicher machen, nicht wie unsere Straßen in den Städten, die für die ganze Welt eine Schande darstellen, und wir werden Amerika wieder großartig machen. Vielen Dank, danke schön, vielen Dank, danke schön, dank euch allen, danke schön, danke schön. We will never defeat fascism, which is on the march by milquetoast neoliberalism. Neoliberalism will only be a caretaking postponement of the fascism. You got to get at the source of it.